All right, guys, welcome to episode three of Drew and the Crew. Uh, the crew today is Matt Levine. Say hi, Matt Levine. Hello. And my little brother, uh, Jeff Giovinco. Say hi, Jeff Giovinco. Hi, Jeff Giovinco. <laughs> I think we're just going <laughs> to keep that going because Matt does the same thing. Um, but yeah, first two episodes are pretty sweet. It was, um, it was uh, the same people except for I didn't release episode two yet. We had Chris Linsky jump on uh, as like a surprise guest. So that was pretty sweet. Mm. But um, it was definitely a lot better than the first one. The first one is just you're trying to figure everything out. So it was pretty <laughs> hilarious. But I'm glad you guys came on. Uh, I appreciate your time. Um, and it's just good to hear from you guys, too, with all the travel and stuff like that and COVID and all this other BS. Um, first, let's get into Matt. Uh, apparently, you are in Denver right now on some vacay. How is that? Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's been nice. Um, I actually... So it's kind of kind of like, you know, vacation of sort of a kind of an escape for me, but um, I've been having a great time out here, honestly. Um, actually just got back from Chipotle not too long ago. So uh, just having some good food out here as well. Um, Alfred is actually, I'm staying with Alfred and Jenny. Um, so they've actually been, they've been telling me for a little while to come on and visit and uh, never been out here. So honestly, kind of figured why not? So I actually uh, flew out beginning of September and then uh, they basically adopted me for the month. So uh, <laughs> I'm uh, going, uh, I'm supposed to go back on Monday. So I think it's the 28th or yeah, pretty sure it's 28th. But um, no, it's, it's, it's been amazing out here, honestly. We've just done a lot, so much to do and just it's been a great time. That's awesome. Um, did you get to go on like any hikes or anything like that? Yeah, we, um, we've been, I don't even, I've kind of lost track. The first place we went to was, we went to actually Red Rocks Amphitheater. Uh, so there's like a, there's a hiking trail then there's also the amphitheater. So there's a nice little area over there. Um, so honestly, I mean, great views all over. We've been to a couple other places as well. I uh, absolutely recommend um, for anyone listening, if you're ever, if you ever are in Denver area to go to uh, Rocky Mountain National Park, we actually, we went there last weekend and that was just, I mean, I'm gonna, I have, I took, a, we took all sorts of pictures and stuff. The views were unbelievable. I mean, I've never, honestly, never, I don't think I've ever actually hiked in a mountain before. I'm kind of in that realm, but uh, it, it was amazing. I'm probably gonna, probably gonna post something on Instagram at some point just because of uh, how nice the pictures were, but uh, it's been, it's been great. Yeah, I'm actually glad you brought that up, too, because um, with this podcast, a huge thing is going to be travel, obviously, too, that we're going to talk about. Like, um, me and Emily, uh, next week, we're going to do a podcast just specifically on Glacier for, like, anybody that's, like, loves to hike or travel or whatever. We'll kind of, like, run down, like, the details and stuff. So, it's cool that you brought that up, though, too, because I kind of want to incorporate all, like, hiking adventures and, like, travel um, excursions and stuff like that, too. So, that was pretty cool that you brought that up. Oh, yeah. Um, Jeff, how you doing, brother? Haven't seen you in forever. Yeah, how long man. has it been? Probably like four months at least. Since no, uh, no. You moved to Montana. Did we come back? Uh, yeah, I thought no, no, we did come but... back the one time for um, John Iwario's wedding. I think that was the last time I saw you. But um, uh, how's your life? Uh, any fun updates? What's going on with you? Well, compared to Matt's, mine's pretty boring. <laughs> I just kind of uh, switched jobs, so that's a little different. Um, yeah. So pretty much just doing that. I got a good schedule now, though. But um, as far as traveling, I kind of well, – most of my traveling was done with dodgeball. Um, and obviously that's not going on right now. So uh, that kind of blows. But I had done a little bit. I got up to Connecticut a few times with Sean. Um Sean's birthday was actually in August, and we went up to uh, Vermont 
So I went up to Connecticut, stayed there a night, and then went up to Vermont for the for an extended weekend. And that was pretty fun. We actually rented a quarry. What? Yeah. They, How do you rent a quarry? <laughs> uh, so we like went there and um, we were looking for like spots to go cliff jumping. And uh, Sean's one friend is like me, like he likes to do like adrenaline stuff like that. Um, so we were like looking for spots and we found this one spot. It was called, uh, I think it was called Danbury. No, no, Danbury's in Canada. Uh I forget what quarry it was called, but it's like America's oldest marble quarry. And mm-hmm. same way, we drove, we drove there and there was like a parking spot. There was like an area to park, but it was sectioned off and there was a cop sitting out front there and it said closed for private event. And we were kind of confused at that moment because we were like, what kind of private event would be going on? So anyway, though, we bailed on it that day and then uh, the first day. And then we went to like some other like creek and there was like a like little swimming hole. And we went back the next day. Same thing. It said cop was out there and it said closed for private event. So we were like, you know what? Screw it. Like, let's just see if we can find a back way into this. So uh, we like Google, we like went on the maps and everything and tried to find like a back way. We ended up parking at this like hiking trail parking lot that was like mm-hmm. two miles away. And then we hiked in this real big circle all the way around it, but we just couldn't find a trail that would take us like to it essentially. So we ended yeah. up hopping back out on the main road where the quarry was like on. And we walked out and we were walk- we were gonna end up walking by the cop. So we were like, you know what, let's just ask this cop what's up. So we walked up to him and uh, the cop was like, you guys trying to get into the quarry? And we're like, kind of, like, we didn't want to say yes because we weren't yeah. sure if it was legal or not. So we were like, kind of. Uh, but then he's like, yeah, here's the owner right here. And uh, the guy was like, yeah, you guys are lucky. He's like, my three o'clock just canceled. And he's like, it's perfect timing. He's like, if you want, you can have uh, the quarry for the rest of the night. He's like, it's 10 bucks a person. And uh, How much was it? 10 bucks a person. That's wild. That is so cheap. Yeah, <laughs> That's a deal. So what ended up happening was the guy uh, – bought the quarry like he, he bought the land and he cleaned it up and uh he actually like it, it's great like he installed like he took all the crap out of it that was like floating in there he inst- he actually installed like bridges and ladders that would like when you jump in the water you can climb out of the ladder easier um mm-hmm. there's like bridges that bridge the gap between some rocks so that like you don't you're, you don't have to like climb up every rock face and then uh yeah, I mean, like, it wasn't, like, the biggest spot. Like, I think the highest jump was, like, 30 feet. Um, yeah. But it was, like, it was, like, pretty safe. Like, the uh, it was a lot less sketchy than some of the other spots that I've been to. Like, yeah. It's just, uh, it just, like, cliffs. And then the water was, like, 40 feet deep. So, so did you, uh, so knowing you, did you do any gainers, backflips, things like that? <laughs> I did backflips. I didn't do gainers just didn't feel like it or is it just a little bit too high uh i've never actually done a gainer off of anything like that high so i was just kind of chilling that day how about a double backflip no i didn't do a double it's been a cut so that was like my first time jumping in like three years like i hadn't been out in a while so yeah i think maybe the last time you went jumping was maybe remember our road trip to um chicago when we jumped off that like seven foot rock well, that I don't count that, but it was that year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, seven footer. Uh, yeah. So to just get into it a little bit more before we start with uh, the dodgeball questions, 
uh, I guess this is kind of a dodgeball question, but uh, so my podcast, I was going to make it a tradition to drink beers during all my podcasts, but uh, since it's one o'clock here, <laughs> uh, mountain time, I'm not going to drink, even though it's a Friday. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic yet, so uh, I'm going to I'm going to control myself. But uh, this kind of goes along with what's that? The keyword is yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, what team? would you guys want to drink with? If there's like a team that you haven't drank with yet that you always like kind of want to party with, who, what team or what specific players do you think you would want to drink with? Uh, let's start with uh, Jeff. That I haven't drank with before? That you haven't drank with before. Or you can talk about a time that you drank with a team uh, that you really enjoyed. Um, my, like my favorite experience drinking with a team was uh, – uh team australia at worlds yeah those guys are awesome like uh 100%. matt you were with me for that weren't you when we yeah. like uh no i was i wasn't there that night i was i was like doing something else but uh no, i heard about it at least i thought that you were like went with me and we like watched that like youtube haiku stuff in their rooms for like four hours no that was uh i went i went to like a club that night and uh the, was that in cancun i think who um, was i there with then Probably Xander. Maybe. But yeah, anyway. What night was this, Jeff? Because I thought we were kind of together for the most part. I think this, this was the night that night. you left. Oh, yeah, because you stayed You stayed uh, a little yeah, longer. We stayed an extra night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, we – uh, yeah, we just, like – those guys were just great to be around the entire time we were there. They were just always pleasant, just – wanted to have fun, have a good time, enjoy themselves. Obviously they wanted to compete, but yeah. they were they like they just wanted to have fun, which I really appreciate. Um because yeah. like I like I take it serious too, but sometimes it gets to a point where like if you're not having fun while you're doing it, what's the point? Like, yeah. So but anyway that yeah, so we like we like went out uh drinking with them and then like ran we just get back to the hotel and they were like, Hey we got about like forty beers left. They're like out of everyone it's like like three o'clock in the morning or something like that and yeah. uh we try to get in the hot tub and that was closed so they're like okay let's just go to the room and watch youtube high q and a bit essentially what that is is it's just like vine compilations uh, yeah apparently that's what they call it in australia um but we went back to the room and we just started like there was like 12 of us or something and yeah uh, we just started uh, down in beers and watching YouTube for like four hours and just making jokes. And like it's really simple, but it was a really fun time. It's funny you said that too, because um, my first time on Team USA when we went to um, New Zealand, we were in New Zealand for a week, and then we flew to Australia uh, for another week. We were down in Melbourne. We played a tournament, but then after this tournament, we did a I think it was a twelve bar bar crawl or something like that. But we seriously drank from like 1 p.m. to like 1 a.m. That that was like one of the most drunks I've ever gotten. But uh, it was a blast. And like all the Australians were like playing this game where like I forget how the game kind of went. But if you high five someone without like with both feet on the ground, you had to do push ups or chug a beer or something like that. But then I remember one of the girls I did a beer chugging contest with and she smoked me. I'm not good at chugging beers, but uh it was still crazy, like, how quickly she got this beer down. And uh, it was pretty wild. But um, I agree. Uh, the Australians are always a great time. 
they, like, never, like, even remember uh, our Vegas house when it was like two o'clock and everyone was leaving and then they showed up. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're just starting. Yeah, they were, and they were in the hot tub like the entire time that I was asleep. Like I went to bed around like three o'clock and I woke up at like 8 a.m. Yeah. They're just still out there <laughs> going. It was great. How about you, uh, Matt? Yeah, so just kind of a side note, actually. So the same, same night that Jeff was with all the Australians and everything, I actually, I went to, uh, I did go to a club in Cancun. It was actually called Coco Bongo. And I like, I will always recommend this place. I'm pretty sure they have, I think their main location is in Cancun, but they have like other locations around, around the world or whatnot. It was uh, basically what the deal was, you know, basically kind of a nightclub. They had like live entertainment and whatnot, but there were unlimited drinks. So uh, pretty much, I think it was, I think entry was like 50 or 60 bucks or something like that. But you, you know, you get all night unlimited drinks. So you can do whatever the hell you want, basically. Um, That's all. That was, that was a great time. I was with some of the, some of the Canadians out, out in Cancun uh, for that. Um, but I mean, yeah, as far as, as far as another team or one team that I was actually really looking forward to hanging out with after tournaments, definitely going to shout out the, uh, the Ascension boys down in uh, Florida. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> they, um, I've, I've seen some previews from, uh, seen a couple of vid- uh, videos from their, some of their adventures last year in the South. So like, you know, like Pat Devin, Ryan Trey, all them, uh, they're, they're just awesome to be around. And I, I realized I've never really gotten the opportunity to uh, drink with them before. So I think, uh, I think that would be a great time. Yeah. So what's funny is, um, our last podcast we did, I asked the same question and, um, I think it was triple who, uh, Mm. Wanted to drink with the Ascension boys as well, too. So <laughs> we, might have to, we might have to set something up in Florida soon. I think so. I'm all, I'm a, all in for that. Yeah, get a nice party going. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, so next question. I kind of wanted to get into focus on you guys for a minute, too. Um, whenever COVID goes away and we start up again, um, you guys obviously crushed it for your first year together. And, um, Thank you. Uh, with your squad. And um, obviously – and no sting to winning the whole nationals for uh, co-ed no sting. Um, that was fun to see. It was fun to compete against you guys too. I thought that was one of the best um, matches. Um, I'm obviously biased just because uh, I got to play in it, but um, it was really fun watching you guys play. I didn't get to see you guys play much of 8.5. Cause I felt like we were kind of on the opposite sides most of the time during nationals. Um, I can't even say last year, but the, just the last time we played in nationals, mm-hmm. but, um, but no sting, we got to see you guys play a lot, obviously. And um, it was so much fun to watch you guys play, but now you're kind of transitioning where it's kind of crazy to say, but like you guys are almost getting even better with uh, some of your additions. So just kind of do like a run over of like your new team. What do you expect? And things like that. Um, Matt or Jeff, you can start. It's up to you guys. You want to take this one around me too? <laughs> uh, you can start. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of, kind of a rebrand in a way. We ended up changing our team name to uh, Shred. That's kind of a, uh, it's kind of a play on this, like, it's like the Aloha hand signal. Um, you do that along with that the SpongeBob noise. There's like a kind of whole backstory explanation on all that. Uh, <laughs> the weird noise that we always make in our huddle. Uh, the jersey is actually pretty, uh, we, I think there was kind of a jersey reveal. Was it last weekend? I think at that, uh, it was like a four on four tournament um, out in Pennsylvania, I want to say. So a couple of people kind of, uh, finally got to see, you know, some of the jerseys, but, uh, but that's kind of exemplified on the jersey. We, um, so yeah, we had a couple, had a couple of uh, roster changes, roster moves, but, uh, but I mean, honestly, I, I, I think we're in a really good spot. Um, I, I think kind of, you know, our goal is obviously overall, I mean, for me, I'd love to be, have, I'd love to have a team that's, you know, sticking together for the long term. That's the ultimate goal. Um, I'm not really a fan of, of turnover, you know, replacing people, recycling people, but 
obviously, you know, overall, I think the biggest thing is probably, you know, keeping, keeping like-minded individuals on the team, you know, where everyone has kind of the same goals, everyone kind of sees everything the same way. Um, and I mean, yeah, we have, we have kept most of our team together, but, um, but I mean, yeah, some of the people we did add, we added uh, Dylan Cruz, Jaquan Moore, both of them, they were on Kill the Comp last year. Um, if anyone listening to this, if you don't know who they are yet, you, I mean, I was going to say you probably would this year, but I don't know if I can say that because we haven't really been able to play too much, but uh, they have a pretty good UDC history. Um, they, you know, two appearances in the top eight. Obviously they played with awesome last year at nationals. Um, they did really well in that also. And then uh, we had a Frankie Gianetto as well from uh, another former awesome player. Yeah. So can you repeat um, the first two guys you added? Cause uh, you cut off for a little bit. I think oh, did, was, oh. Well, I'm using uh, so I'm using a hotspot right now. Cause in Montana, oh, okay. uh, <laughs> internet is <Yeah>. scarce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Out in the middle of nowhere. No, but uh, yeah, the two, uh, so yeah, two guys we added there, they were always kind of a package deal. And I, I just, I love how, I love how they play. Honestly, uh, Dylan Cruz, Jaquan Moore, those two, They've, um, I mean, as far as I know, they, they've kind of entered the sport together. You know, they're both from, uh, from the New York, I believe the uh, Long Island area. Um, and yeah, they, you know, they're kind of, we kind of connect with them in a way because a lot of us, a lot of our existing team already, you know, we kind of started on trampolines. I don't think Jeff did, but I know, I know I did. I know Kyle did. I'm pretty sure Sean did as well. Um, but I mean, yeah, for the most part, we, uh, you know, we kind of were able to connect with them and, uh, you know, in that capacity, having the UDC background. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're very excited to finally be able to team up with them. Yeah. So what's your, what's your full roster? So it's, uh, so obviously we got myself, we got Jeff, we have Kyle Sander, we have uh, Sean McMahon, Frank Giannetto, and then we have Dylan Cruz and Jaquan Moore. So we have a roll with a seven. Nice. And then um, I'll tell you what, uh, Quan and, uh, and uh, Dylan Cruz, uh, once you start playing with them, you probably already played with them in a couple tournaments already, but uh mm-hmm. They were so much fun to play with uh, mm-hmm. in nationals, and uh, you guys will have a lot of fun. And they're freaking beasts. So uh, there's true. a couple times with like, because I don't like giving up my right corner, but Quan was just on fire. So I was just like, <laughs> yeah, we're switching on and off, on and off. So we kind of did the game where if we kept winning, Quan would stay in the corner. The game we lost, I would switch in the corner, and then if we started winning, I would stay in the corner. So it was fun. It was like a little, little competition within ourselves, but it was obviously a friendly one and then um just playing with those guys was uh was such a blast but um mm-hmm. but Jeff anything you want to add to to the new squad yeah so so like at at first um when uh when we were changing our roster and we were looking for who to pick up um I'll be honest I was a little bit hesitant at first to pick up uh Quan and Dylan just because like the way that they played at UDC I was like they were a very fast-paced team, and I was, and I thought maybe that would kind of throw us off a little bit because, like, we were fast, but we wanted to like kind of maintain the strategy. Um, so, like, at first, I had some reservations, but Dylan played with us at nationals, and after playing with him, uh, I was my mind got completely changed on that uh, subject. It was so much fun playing with him. He played right next to me. Um, me and him actually play like pretty identical like our play styles are very similar so uh, we actually just had uh that tournament that matt was talking about uh last weekend is just a small one there's like 20 people or something they try to keep it like COVID compliant um, yeah but he came down for that and we were playing across from each other and it was almost like we were just playing our own little mini game like the <laughs> our three other teammates were all playing their game and me and him were just going back and forth just trying to get get one another but yeah uh, 
And then, yeah, playing with Quan, uh, since we added him to the team, he's been great. He's just – he's got a arm. And it's just so. – I think he potentially – I think within the next couple of years, I think he could be one of the best guys on the East Coast just because he's such raw talent, but he's all, he's got the abilities already. It's just like learning the game a little bit more. But um, I think he's a, a beast already. But um, I think it was cool, though, too, what they said. I heard him say it a couple times where – uh, the past nationals was like their like time to prove ourselves type deal where they're like, we want to get known throughout, not just like the East coast, but like the whole country. So I think they, they more than accomplished that. Cause um, I think everybody knows who they are now. So uh, it's really mm-hmm. cool. Um, but, um, and then are you guys playing all ball types? I believe so. Uh, yeah, are, are we? I think that we're planning on doing the same thing that we kind of did last year, <clears throat> last year, where we have a uh, an open team is going to be that roster that we just laid out, and then as far as the co-ed divisions, we're gonna uh, run with our hello team for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. For me personally, I was like debating on retiring, kind of going out on top, uh, especially with winning gold, even though I didn't do anything. But uh, <laughs> it would have been cool to. <laughs> It would have been cool to go out on top, but um, and especially just because I was injured again, I thought I was like, man, I don't want to just keep getting injured and and having to like rehab and then come back and not be quite where I was before. But I honestly feel really good now. Um, going back to the gym, uh, I feel like I'm losing weight. So, uh, well, bad weight, I should say. But um, I think I'm gonna play again uh, whenever COVID's done. I think I'll be back into pretty good shape. But also, uh, I think I'm going to stick to no sting and foam for the most part. But um, if I do play 8.5, I'll probably relinquish, like, my right corner role and kind of play, like, in the middle more, kind of work on my catching. But uh, we'll see. Um, I know you guys are in your prime, so you don't have to worry about that at all. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, but it was, uh, one thing I want to mention, though, too, obviously, so we've been – friends for a while now obviously but uh with jeff i always knew jeff was gonna be a beast me and matt kind of groomed him from when when did you start playing jeff when you were eight i think six yeah it was something six. like it Jeez. was something silly but like <laughs> pretty, me and matt, like obviously obviously when we were younger uh me and matt were kind of take it easy on jeff when he was little but i remember jeff being like 10 maybe 11 and he learned how to like pinch a phone ball and then like that's when he like started like getting us out sometimes and we're like holy crap this kid's gonna be a stud when he gets older and sure enough he is <laughs> you know but, you uh, how to pinch a phone ball who taught you that chris Zelensky and mark chera and john that's Ron. awesome yeah, that's it was, cool it was, it was the it was the old medics team yeah so i think almost everybody knows who chris is but uh mark chera was a teammate of chris's way back in the day when we used to compete against chris Zelensky before it became on our team but um that's cool that he taught you that. And then with Matt, how we kind of met you was um, – it was obviously UDC. I remember the first year you guys came out, um, I remember right away, I was like, this seems pretty good. But not to discredit anybody on your team, mm-hmm. I just remember your team being pretty good. But I was remember I was like, all right, this guy's got the arm. You got to watch this guy. This guy's got the arm. And it was obviously you. But then I remember the year after year you guys would come back and then you had another guy on your team. Um, he was a little bit heavy set, but he was a beast though too. And then um, um, 
Uh, I just remember we just started talking. We were never like we weren't close at that time, but we just say hi, how you doing, blah blah blah, yeah. just a normal like BS. And then um, I can't really remember when like we really started uh, talking. Was it during? Um, was it when you played for Space Cadets? Is that like when we really started to get to know each other? Honestly, yeah, I think so. Because, um, yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, for UDC, I mean, even even our very first year, I remember coming out to UDC, we were short a person. So we came out with there were four people. But we were like, yeah. this is like, we just kind of went out for it. That was that was probably my first, uh, probably the first time I actually like, I got to travel for a dodgeball tournament. So, you know, played in UDC a couple of years. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, my first elite experience and definitely kind of when I started, you know, talking to really all of you guys was uh, definitely 2018. Um, yeah, that Space Cadets run. Because I know we, uh, I know we ended up, I think we ended up playing you guys at one point and, uh, I don't know, that, that was just just a wild run, honestly. That uh, that entire that entire bracket, the whole round robin, but uh, but yeah, that's, I think that's probably about uh, about when it all started. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, you were like the talk of the town too for a little bit when because uh, <laughs> of how good uh, Space Cadets were doing, and like um, it was cool because like you were kind of like leading the charge. But that doesn't take away from any of the other guys playing though, too, because I could tell like how much everybody else elevated their game though too. Cause you could, they were like on one of those runs where they were getting hype after every game. Mm -hmm. uh, like you could feel their energy. And like, I feel like a lot of people are successful in dodgeball when um, they're, they're playing at the top of their game and their energy's high and stuff like that, obviously. So, well, obviously you're going to be the most successful when you play in the top of your game. But what I mean is like, just having that high energy, they were all playing for each other and just playing like a, like a legit, legit solid team. So that was cool to mm -hmm. see. And it was cool to see, like, you kind of taking the helm for it, though, too. I think yeah, that's what – yeah, that's what most uh, people kind of were like, all right, this is this is Matt Levine, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of a Cinderella story, honestly, because we were – I remember that tournament. We were like the – I don't remember how many teams were in the open division. Probably – I'm pretty sure it's close to 50. So, if you know, somewhere around 50. We were the 26th seed going into, into elimination. So we were – you know, we were about middle – you know, obviously on the lower end of things, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, we just kind of, we just kind of rolled a bunch of wins. We ended up, you, you know, we caught a lot of momentum. I can, I remember every single team we played the entire bracket, but it's just, it's like, it's wild to look back at, you know, some of the teams we, we were able to get past and just, I don't know, it was kind of a great intro. Cause I remember that was, that was literally, I mean, not, not only me, but uh, Kyle Sander actually went out that day too uh, for both of us. That was our first time picking up an 8.5 ball at that tournament. So that was, it, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. And that's what makes it even more impressive too, is you're like, you're in uncharted territory. Like you're playing with an 8.5 <laughs> off. You never played with it before. So that's pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. uh, getting into Team USA, um, I'm going to have an early prediction. I think, Jeff, without a doubt, you're going to make the team this year, unless if you really goof up during uh, the combines. Um, but uh, just because of how you played in uh, in uh, Cancun, I thought uh, I thought you were – like kind of up and down a little bit with it, Jeff. But uh, obviously when the game started to count, everybody's seen the videos of you just going off. So uh, I think you're pretty much a lock to make the team again. And then, uh, Matt, I think, barring again with the combine, I think you make the team as well. I think, uh, I think a big thing for you uh, that was a very smart thing for you is to come down to Cancun and then just to help out the team too. I think that goes a long way. Mm -hmm. And then uh, it shows you're committed. And then um, just by – people know who you are now, though, too. So I think just as long as you crush it in the combine, I think uh, we'll, we'll be seeing you on the Team USA team mm -hmm. as well. 
that's the goal hopefully but uh yeah we'll uh, we'll see next year or whenever yeah. i guess whenever things return <laughs> it's crazy though too because um it was like a it was like almost a coming out party for like the young guns though too because um sure all the veterans crushed it though too but it was really cool to see like the younger guys really having a heavy influence uh for team usa as well so that was really cool um and then also, um, I think Eric retired. I'm not sure if it's official yet, but um, I'm pretty sure he retired. So that's one guy off right away. And then um, you might want to check that before you put it in your podcast. Yeah, I'll double check. But um, um, and then I'm 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 not gonna try out anymore. I don't think until like I know I'm ready. Like I felt really bad uh, making the team, then getting injured, and I just kind of felt like. I was a little bit of like a, like a wasted space. So um, I'm going to make sure I'm, and I know with injuries, like you can't really like um, predict injuries, obviously, but uh, I still felt real bad. So I was like, I'm going to take maybe a year off, make sure my body's right before like I really make a push uh, to jump on the team again. But um, so I think, too obviously everybody's getting better though too i think this last combine was insane the combine's so much fun so i think i'll still try out just because i want to go hang out with everybody and play but um uh, i don't think i'm gonna uh, jump on the team at least the next time they're having a uh, uh world tournament when that will happen i'm not sure because with COVID. but um but we'll see um but have you guys been doing anything like training wise to uh uh, to stay at, at the top of your level, or you just kind of been hanging back because of COVID? Uh, you go first. <laughs> I got it, yeah. Uh, so at the beginning, uh, I kind of was taking a little bit of a break just to let my arm heal up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we started, uh, once like the restrictions and everything in our state kind of loosened up a little bit, we were able to have small practices. Um, so we've been having some small practices up in Allentown with those guys up there. So it's like Jordan, like Jordan Shelley and like Kyle, Kyle Roth and all them. Um, and that whole crew. And then like me and Frankie go with like NAR and like um, that whole bunch, everyone that's still in PA. Um, and then, uh, so that's what we've been doing lately. So it did help a lot though, because we, my first practice back, I was rusty. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it just everyone looked awful. <laughs> it was just that everyone was just missing block balls. Everyone's reaction time was down. Um, it was like, you lose your, your grip strength. Like, I don't have, like, the largest hands. So, like, we played a lot of 8.5. So, like, like two hours into that practice, like, my hand was starting to get tired. Um, but this past tournament, though, like, I've been going to practices leading up to this. So, this past tournament, I felt good. So, I think I'm back in it. Yeah, I think uh, especially being younger to your muscle memory, I think it'll take you a couple of tournaments, but you'll get kind of right back into it just with the muscle memory. Because I remember when I tore my labrum, like my whole body like shrunk. But like once I could start lifting again, after a month, like I got back to where I was before. So that, it, I, I attribute that to muscle memory. I think it goes along with like sports as well, too. But uh, how about you, Matt? Yeah, honestly, I've I've been out it for a while just because um, for me, actually, uh, being out here in Denver, I, one of the cooler things out here, they have a, they do have a local league that Alfred and uh, Jenny play in. So That's awesome. Actually, yeah, it actually just started last week, so I was able to kind of fill in. They have two divisions, so they have a, they have an advanced division, and then they also have a they have a rec division as well. Um, so I actually played uh, 
played last Sunday and it's actually pretty cool because uh, celebrating a birthday uh, this Sunday as well and I'll get to play again. So I've never actually, I don't think I've ever actually played on my birthday before. So that should be, that should be cool. Um, really looking forward to that. Um, and honestly, before, really before I played, I, it had probably been about six months since I had had any live action because I just, I don't know, like there's just not as big of a scene kind of where I'm at, like in the Cleveland area. I know there, you know, there's, there's one league that I was recently kind of informed about, but I only recently kind of got involved with them. Um, you know, just kind of playing with them and everything. So, I mean, I probably, probably sounds bad, but I, I rarely get the opportunity to practice. A lot of time for me, my practice has been uh, just actually playing in these tournaments. So, um, so, I mean, yeah, kind of the lesson in that is, you know, if, if you're listening to this, you know, if you have the opportunity, if you have like the, if you have access or if you have like, I guess kind of the privilege to be able to practice, like, you know, don't take it for granted. Just, uh, you know, if you, if you're able to, you know, just keep working on things, keep, uh, keep playing. So that's uh, it's probably a big message there. Yeah, I kind of was, uh, when we were coming up, we were kind of the same way. We were, our practice was just playing in tournaments, so uh, I can relate to that 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's get into these, um, I won't even call them fan questions, but I guess just uh, friend, we'll call them friend questions. So, uh, uh, Frenchie, uh, wanted to ask you guys, um, this kind of goes along to what we were just talking about, but personal training techniques, do you, um, like, what do you do specifically, like, to strengthen your arm? Uh, what do you do specifically for uh, for catching? And then what do you do specifically for uh, dodging? It could be drills, workouts. Um, Jeff, what do you do? Uh, I mean, I just, for the most part, I don't have, like, set, like, workouts that I do to, like, strengthen my arms or my arm or anything like that. Um, I just try to, like, live a healthier lifestyle and just stay active. And then, uh, like, practice as much as you can like that doesn't include tournaments um so like obviously like the small the more small like local tournaments that you can go to the better um but like even if you only have like like enough for like two teams or like uh just like a little four on four practice something like that like that's the best type of practice you can get um in my opinion just like because I don't feel like any like real workout really replicates a game as much as like a normal practice or an actual tournament would, um, if that makes sense. I agree with you. I think um, just the in-game setting is the best type of practice you can have. It's almost like it sounds silly, but like with MMA, like they have to do hard sparring because it's like you need to prepare yourself to get hit in the face and like you need that reaction time you know what i mean like you need a full you need that full like throttle like someone really throwing a punch at you you know what i mean so like kind of in dodgeball it's kind of the same way where it's like you need that in-game action to like really create those reflexes and stuff like that and i get drills and stuff like too that too like it obviously makes sense as well but um i think in-game action is the best way to kind of hone in your skills i feel like myself uh my twin brother matt and um and Jeff, you've done it. And then obviously Matt uh, Levine, you've done it too, just from uh, what you were just talking about as well. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, what about you, Matt Levine? Do you do any like type of personal training as well? Yeah, that's a, so it's a very good point to, uh, to kind of just, you know, to mention it's very hard to replicate a real game setting through a practice. There's honestly just nothing like it. Um, but yeah, again, to kind of reiterate, I don't always have the opportunity to practice. Obviously, I really wish I did. I just, you know, it's just not the case. Otherwise, I would all the time. Um, as far as, yeah, as far as like dodgeball specific training, um, I'm not sure if I really do anything particular 
to, uh, I guess, you know, strengthen my arm. Obviously, like, I mean, I work out all the time. I probably work, work out, like, try to do, like, four to five days a week, somewhere around there. Um, I, I guess, like, in terms of, I guess, like, jumping and everything, I do, like, box jumps or something I do pretty often. Um, I always, you know, the gym I go to, I always basically kind of make sure I can still touch rim and everything. That just, I think that helps, you know, being able to jump. That's, obviously, that's not really, that's not really practicing agility necessarily. That's more just up and down movement rather than lateral. Um, so, I mean, yeah, kind of, kind of same thing as far as dodging goes. That's more so actively playing dodgeball, being able to kind of test things out in, in uh, you know, actual tournaments. Otherwise, I'd love to test them out in practice. But, um, but I mean, yeah, you know, weightlifting helps a ton. I know that's definitely, definitely a big thing. Um, as far as yeah, kind of shoulder health, uh, you know, some of the, I guess some of, some of the stretches, you know, I have a, have like a, have a resistance band, do all sorts of stuff. I try to try to stretch in, in some capacity pretty much every day. Um, dead hangs are pretty good as well, where basically if you have like a pull-up bar or something, or if you, something you just hang on and honestly, you know, exact, just like you're doing a pull-up, uh, you know, I do pull-ups as well, but, but you know, literally just, just staying there, you know, it helps with grip strength. It helps, you know, it stretches your shoulders really well, you know, stuff like that. Um, stuff like that goes a long way. And then, uh, as far as, I don't know, as far as catching, that's a, that's another thing that you can't really, it's hard to replicate again. Like I said, it's hard to replicate a, a real game setting, but, um, some, uh, some of my background, like in sports, you know, I, I've, I've played baseball for probably, I think 10 to 12 years, something like that. Um, had a back injury at one point, so I kind of had to retire, but, but that's, you know, just like catching fly balls in the outfield or ground balls in the infield, stuff like that. Um, on top of that, I, I've played flag football in the past. I, want to get back into that again, but I kind of need to find the, the right league for, for me. So, I mean, you know, position I played was, you know, I played wide receiver on offense, played safety on defense. So those are two spots where, you know, being able to shift your hips or, you know, being able to make cuts quick, I think that helps with agility, but also at the same time on any given play, there's a chance you could be catching a ball. So, I mean, I think, I think those are obviously uh, transferable skills as well. I agree with you hundred percent. I think um, um, crossover in sports is a huge thing as well too. And especially for my, for my old uh stretching <laughs> stretching is huge and uh i've learned that the hard way too so um great questions and great answers um another question from um frenchie and also gage young uh they said how do i get an opportunity to play um with you guys so is there a way that those guys could potentially play with you guys um is there like a, a like um i don't know like what what would they have to do to be able to play on a team like Shred? Um, let's start with Jeff. Um, as far as like, like what they need to work on, or do they just want to? It, it could be something that they need to work on. Um, maybe there's like, so for instance, uh, the way we got Brendan Wogan with on our team is uh, he kind of just reached out to me first. And then um, the first time I saw him play, I was like, yeah, this guy's got a pretty good arm, but I didn't get to see, like, much of him. So I didn't really know how good he would be. But then sure enough, uh, we went to some – it was like a – it wasn't really an important tournament, but it was a tournament where we, we had someone drop last minute. So I was like, hey, if you want to play, this is your chance to, to jump on the team and kind of show your skills. Uh, he came to that tournament. He crushed it. So then I invited him out to another tournament. He crushed it. And then that's how he kind of got on Team Awesome. Um, would that be something kind of similar with you guys too? Or is there like something specific you're looking for? Um, so I, I, I guess I'll kind of just a, approach it with like what I look for when I'm trying to find teammates in that sense. Cause as far as like just being able to play with us, like that comes down to like, it, if it's a tournament that like 
if it's a tournament that like one of those guys he hears about, um, that like me and Matt didn't hear about, and they invite us out, like me and Matt, like I'm sure me and Matt would 100 percent be down to go out and do that. Totally. Yeah, it's just like the hardest thing is just like that we already have a set team, um, that we bring out to as many tournaments as we can. So like as far as like tournaments where we're bringing a team out, we're kind of already set in that sense. Um, but then again, though, like, I mean, rosters are always changing. I hope our roster stays the same for uh, <laughs> years and years. But, um, yeah, as far as uh, what what I kind of look for uh, when I'm looking for teammates is kind of like the whole package, if that makes sense. The biggest thing is, for me, is like survivability and uh, decision-making. Um, if, if you can't get hit, you're not going to lose essentially. Like that's one of my biggest things that I've realized. Um, and then I also, uh, the decision making, making, uh, aspect of a player is huge too. Cause I like a lot of the tournaments I'm going to where like, you're seeing like teams where you're like, Oh yeah, this team should win. Like, look at, look at this team. It's stacked. And then they play a team that you wouldn't think would do that much damage and then they just run through them and it kind of mostly comes down to that team just made less mistakes it's not necessarily the players are better it's just they're smarter they played that smarter they didn't make any mistakes they didn't throw alone they didn't dump balls uh just things like that um because if you if you if you can't get hit and you play the game so tight that you don't make any mistakes like your shots are going to end up like you're eventually going to have a shot that gets through yeah Mm -hmm. that's kind of that's kind of the biggest things that i look for uh before we get to matt i'm gonna say something that's gonna be really stupid right now but i'm just gonna ask you uh, (laughs) did our did our clocks just change back an hour i don't don't think so what's it say for you it says 12 57 right now but then i'm looking at my clock uh on the stove and it says 159 i might be going crazy yeah (laughs) I think you just need to reset your stove, bro. Well, no, it's on my phone, bro. It was at 157. Now jump back to 1257. I don't know. You're in a weird time zone. You change time zone? That's true. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what happens when you live in Montana. Weird stuff happens. <laughs> You're on Mountain um, Time now. That's exactly what that was. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt, what about you, bud? Yeah, you got me checking my phone now. It says it says <laughs> two o'clock for me. Uh so yeah, I didn't I didn't see anything crazy like that. All right, um, cool. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, as far as, as far as opportunity goes, kind, you know, kind of kind of echoing the same thing Jeff said. Uh, we, I mean, obviously, yeah, our goal is to like, keep our team together. I don't really, you know, again, don't we don't really like turnover. It, the, the goal is to have a, you know, we have as it is right now. Our team is very young. I, I can see us playing together for a very long time. That's our ultimate goal. So I mean, yeah, as far you know, as far as tournaments in the East or you know nationals, it's you know we kind of have an idea already what we uh you know the team the team that we have already. But but yeah, kind of to echo what Jeff said before, you know, if there's a Local tournament, you know, for Frenchie, he's in, I believe he's in New Orleans. Um, I've never actually been there. I think Nationals was there a few years ago, but I wasn't really around in the sport yet. So I, and I'd love to come out there. Uh, Gage is in Arizona. So i uh, um, never actually been out there myself either. Um, and yeah, I mean, honestly, the opportunity to travel, the opportunity to play with, uh, with new people is always, is always fun. Um, all those, really all those tournaments that, um, you know, I, I played all sorts of tournaments last year outside of Impact, outside of Hello. Um, just, you know, just playing with other people. And I, you know, I've always had a great experience with it. So that's a, uh, Always something I, uh, I think both of us would really be uh, be open to. Yeah, I think your team. I think you're sorry to cut you off, Jeff, but uh, I think your team's uh, kind of tough. Where 
you have such a young team, but you have such a solid team already that it's hard to like be like, uh, and not even just with those two guys, but like with almost anybody where it's like, Hey, uh, yeah, we can get you on. And you guys already have seven too, which is also another mm-hmm. tough thing too, where it's like, you already got a little bit of an overflow. So, but what were you going to say, Jeff? Yeah. Like me and Matt last year went out to a bunch of tournaments mm-hmm. in like LA and like, uh, where else where else did we go it, most of them were in LA but <laughs> we went to a bunch of ones that were like outside of our region like just as individuals um so like we're always down to go out and play in tournaments that like normally like our team wouldn't travel for or anything like that um mm-hmm. and again yeah like I I love playing with new new players and everything like that like I I love getting to know all these people better um and playing alongside them but as far as like a team for elite, um, we're pretty well set in that aspect. Yeah, yeah, pretty much the same. And, and yeah, just to kind of, kind of a couple examples. Um, so last year, you know, 2019, it, this seems so long ago. I actually, so I, I played out in the West at one point. Uh, I think it was like a Tribune tournament. I played with Thieves. It was like their first first tournament as Thieves, you know, rebranding from Tula to Thieves. So I got mm-hmm. the opportunity to play with them. That was a great time. You know, I had never really, actually, I played with a couple of them uh, back at the LA Classic. That was like the year before. Um, but yeah, yeah, kind of those, you know, those fun tournaments that are kind of, I guess, not really local necessarily, because all sorts of people, they, uh, you know, people fly out for those all the time. Um, but I mean, another example, I played with Anarchy last year, there was a there was a foam tournament in Dallas. Um, that was really very fun. You know, I never really had the opportunity to play with any of those guys had a great time. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, honestly, I, you know, I think Jeff feels the same way. We're all always open to, you know, come out somewhere and have some fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um... On to um, really serious questions. So now Tyrell Hayes. Um, <laughs> Dean Dean or Tyrell? Who's the better player? Jeez, <laughs> oh, man. <They're>, uh... <laughs> it, it was an even split. It was an even split. Uh, I asked the same question to uh, uh, myself, uh, Matt, Gio, um, Trip, and uh, Chris. And then um, it was 2-2. So okay. you guys are the tiebreakers. Jeff, who do you think is better, Tyrell or Dean? Dean. You think Dean is? Yeah. Why do you think Dean's better? Uh, better arm, better decision-making. Tyrell's a lot harder to hit, but I think that's about it. Sorry, Tyrell. Love you both. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> How about you, Malavine? I don't know. So my perspective might be a little different. I've, I mean, at the same time, I haven't really, you know, I haven't been in the East for years, so I haven't really got too many opportunities to play against them. Probably only a handful at most, but uh, yeah. I did. Uh, so, I mean, kind of a side note, both of them were final four. It's showdown this past year. Uh, I didn't actually get to see Tyrell. I didn't get to play him, but I did play Dean three uh, zero Dean, but uh, I don't, so I don't know. I don't know how it would have went against Tyrell. That's no disrespect to either of them at all, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's it's very curious to me. It's it's tough to tell. Uh, I think I've lined up against both of them, and they both have very similar play styles. But uh, but I mean, I think I think that's a pretty accurate assessment. Uh, kind of what Jeff just said. Okay. So so are you are you team Dean also? Uh yeah, I probably I do agree. Tyrell's harder to hit, but I think I think I'm team Dean for now. Um, but again, that, uh, who knows? That could change. Yeah, they're they're uh, very close. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it's it's so close. The best way to settle this is when uh, COVID's done. We're going to have them play uh, best of five one-on-one, mm-hmm. and then yeah. we'll, we'll see who really is better. So Perfect. Uh, Tyrell, like, if you eventually all, all hear this. Podcast. What's that? <laughs> all the people on the podcast make, like, on, like side bets on the side. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> We're throwing money down on this. That's good. Yeah. Well, trip, trip, every time he's on this podcast, he's, he's always throwing money down, so it's pretty fun. <laughs> um. 
Steve Damon asks, uh, what's the priorities when you build your team? Is it for power? Is it for speed? Is it for catching? Like, what do you guys, when you built your team shred, what was the purpose of building that team? I probably would say it's honestly a combination of a lot of things. Um, I, I think one of the themes is youth. Um, so, so me, me personally, um, before I really got to know a lot of the people, you know, on our team, uh, it, it was shortly after 2018 nationals, you know, after, after that, uh, actually, uh, Matt, you know, your brother, your twin brother, Matt reached out to me and said, Hey, you know, would you want to potentially join team awesome next year? So there was a, there was a time, at, you know, there was a point where I was kind of between three teams. I knew I wanted to play in the East. Um, you know, I, I was kind of between, I was between awesome goat or, uh, impact at the time. And honestly, I think the biggest thing that appealed to me was, you know, people, you know, not, not to like knock anyone on age or anything, but I, I just, I really like the idea of, of, you know, having a young team that'll be together for a long time. Um, and, and obviously, you know, myself and Kyle Sander, we both came into the sport virtually the same exact time. So I was going to try to, you know, whatever team I joined, I was going to try to have him join it as well. So we kind of, we kind of, uh, you know, we made that decision there. So youth is a pretty big theme. Um, for me, it's also, you know, it's a combination of, you know, of having fun with your teammates, but also having that serious desire to win. You know, we want to, you want that perfect mix of guys that are going to get along on and off the court, but you also have the desire and the drive to, to want to get better. You know, you not, not really to say we're cocky or anything, but I, I like having the mindset of walking into pretty much every tournament and, and thinking, Hey, you know, we can win this. We, you know, we should expect to win this. You know, we, if we, you know, we have the potential, we have the opportunity. If we can, you know, I don't care who we're up against. I think we should try to outplay everyone we face, like no matter who it is. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Jeff? Yeah. Um, I mean, Matt just came to play with us because we were, we were his bros at that point. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Me, me and Sean very uh, like persuaded him outside of the court, just bringing, <laughs> just going and hanging out with him all the time. Um, but uh, no, as far as like building a team, um, kind of back to what I said, where I look for like someone that is like smart and uh, um, uh, sur can survive for, a long time like it's very hard to hit sorry um but yeah uh as far as building a team like like big things are like obviously you want good players and all but like uh, i kind of like i don't want to play with people that are really good but just like just dicks it's just like <laughs> yeah hey can i curse on your podcast <laughs> yeah well, that's a great point they'll bleep it out but uh yeah, sometimes Slip through the cracks, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, like, I you want to play with people that you can get along with. Like, I I think that the East, like playing in the East all these years, has really like been a good thing because we're a pretty friendly region. Uh, where it's just like after almost every round, like all the teams go out to like the same bar or restaurant and stuff, and they all like like there's a big community aspect to it. Like a lot of this is like making new friends. Um. Like, like my best friends are now Matt and Sean. So it's like, you know, like, I, I don't even hang out with anyone in my state anymore. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I definitely look for people that you can have fun with. Because um, back to the point, like, if, if you're not having fun while you're playing it, like, what's the point? Um, but uh, yeah. So that just like, you, you want players that are going to be solid. Um, oh, yeah. And like, a big thing too it's very nice to play on a team where like um it doesn't matter how many players are in like that game's not over until all of your players on your team have been eliminated 100 percent um 
Ryan Fatzinger is asking, this kind of goes along with uh, this previous question though, but uh, with your new team shred, um, what challenges do you see? What new challenges do you see with your new teammates? Are there going to be like kind of some bumps in the road? Uh, what do you see, Matt? Yeah, uh, honestly, it's it's awesome that all of us have, we all have at least one year of experience now. So, I mean, you know, some of us were basically rookies in elite, well, I guess USA now last year. Um, so, I mean, some of, some of the easy stuff or some of the, I guess, dumb stuff you want to say where you're like stepping out of bounds. I know Dylan Naquan struggled with that at one point as well. So did Kyle and I in our, you know, our first time playing and everything. Uh, so that, that shouldn't be an issue going forward. I, I, you know, some of, I think the main struggle for us is just, you know, just meshing together with chemistry and everything. Obviously, you know, we haven't had a ton of chances to play together quite yet, but, um, but I mean, I'm, I'm very optimistic on everything. We, we really only have, we had one tournament back in, I think it was like February sometime around then. So, I mean, you know, it's been six or seven months now. Uh, and actually, I don't think Kyle was even there. And Frankie, I think Frankie actually uh, was hurt this day. But um, so, we, you know, we had one of, uh, one of Jeff's friends, uh, Tyler, actually subbed for us that day. But, um, but no, I mean, honestly, overall, just, just kind of working together. I know Dylan Aquan, they, they have amazing chemistry as it is. And our, our goal really is to kind of build that up with everybody. You know, I, I, like how, I like how we are already from last year. You know, I felt like we had a lot of good chemistry, especially towards the end of the year once we got to know each other better. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's just, just time together and, and uh, longevity and uh, strengthening our team. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. How about you, uh, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, individually, we're all great players. Um, our, if we have any issues this year, it's going to be kind of just all of us working uh, together at that point. But like, we, I think we'll be pretty okay. Um, is like, our our team is not that different from what our team was last year. Um, mm. So like. We do have like our base there, and then like as far as Frankie, um, if anything, he's going to add to help uh, bring the team together. And like I've played with Frankie enough that me and him are on the same page at this point. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Dylan and Quan, like I I don't really see much of an issue there, and maybe a little bit of growing pains right in the beginning when we play in very competitive tournaments, but I don't I don't see I don't see it being a huge deal. Yep. Yeah, I think chemistry is the big thing, um, but I think you guys will be more than okay. Um, another serious question from Sean, your boy Sean. Rank your new te- We're about to get a little weird. Rank your new teammates from cutest to least cutest. <laughs> I'll let your I'll let you boys uh, <laughs> do that one, <laughs> dude. Our new honestly- teammates or all of our teammates? <laughs> all of your teammates, bro. <laughs> Matt, you want to go first? Honestly, I don't even know how to. <laughs> how do we approach this question? I, I don't know how to rank everyone because we're, we're all cute as. <laughs> so like, we're like what do you want to say? It's it's honestly, no, no, dude. Honestly, Dylan, <laughs> Dylan's probably the cutest. Like, as weird as that sounds, but like he puts the most effort into his look. Dude, Dylan's yeah, Dylan's a fashion major, so he's got yeah. the like he's always you know his his outfits are always on on point, you know everything. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it was his idea last year. Like when, even when they had kill the comp, you know, it, it was their entire outfit, you know, like their, their, their jerseys match their arm sleeves, match the leggings, match the shorts, match everything. Quan is a big sneaker head as well. So he's, you know, he's always, he's always got some awesome shoes on. Uh, so, I mean, I think they're, I don't know. I think they add to us. So it, it's, it's going to be good. Yeah. Dylan's got the, uh, Dylan's got those model uh, profile picks that he'd be oh, totally. <laughs> Just <laughs> the right lighting. Uh, you see his beard line? That's- he's using a straight edge uh, uh barber shop i don't even know what they're called mm-hmm. and kyle's but, uh, padded so like i, I don't know <laughs> don's got the sleeve 
Yo, Sean wears Crocs too. That's so, a, Crocs too. Yeah. yeah we, were, Crocs. we were actually we considered playing. Right, we were gonna play uh, as a joke potentially. It's, I don't know if it'll happen or not. It was gonna be a surprise, but at some point we were thinking of potentially trying to play an entire tournament of Crocs, like our whole team. Yeah. What about that, uh, Frankie? That'll be the last tournament of the year because we're all gonna have bird knuckles <laughs> after that. Oh yeah. <laughs> what, what about uh, what about Frankie? Dude, he's looking. He's looking. Frankie's married. He doesn't have to be cute anymore. That's good. He's, That's a good point. He's got that. He's got that sweater that he wears underneath his jersey that just you know, <laughs> just screams comfort. He's lost his uh, his Jonah Hill uh, cute chubbiness though. My man, my man weighs less than me now. That's insane. Wow. Shout out to Frankie though on the for real for real. He's uh to be able to lose that much weight that quickly is super impressive. Mm-hmm. So um, give him a real shout out. Um, we got one more question and I think we're good to go. Uh, it's from Dom. Uh, after seeing what world is like, Matt as a ball retriever and Jeff as a player, how has it changed your motivation and focus? So Jeff, your motivation and focus from playing uh, this past um, uh, USA tournament, uh, how has it motivated you for um, making the team uh, either this year or whenever COVID goes away? Uh, well, obviously I want to maintain that title. Um, so that's, that's pretty good motivation for me, but, um, it's just playing on that team was a whole different experience than playing, uh, than playing in like local tournaments or even like at least elite rounds, just cause it's like, you're literally playing the top players in the world right there. And it's just like, you have to be so on point. Any little mistake that you make is going to be very detrimental to your team. Um, so it's like, your focus has to be on point. You can't make any mistakes. You got to be aware of everything that's happening on the court all at the same time. Make sure that you're in sync with your teammates. It's just a whole different level that like, like going from that and then coming back and playing against uh, like, and then coming back to like the local tournaments and everything, but still kind of, if you can do that and still maintain that level of focus, like, like my first tournament back from worlds, I felt unstoppable. So yeah, you get a whole another level of uh, confidence and your focus is just yeah. on parallel. Yeah. I feel like, so um, yeah. I agree with that though, too. You come back and you feel, you feel like you can't be, you can't lose. So uh, I agree with you hundred percent, Jeff. And yeah. then Matt, with you, uh, um, with you being there um, and seeing everybody playing and just getting that whole feel, what motivates you to be on the team uh, uh, for the next time we have a Team USA? Yeah, I mean, honestly, over, overall, I mean, my goal was not to be the ball shagger, but I mean, I did want to. I went to. I went out there to you know kind of see what the environment was like. Uh, obviously, I'm extremely passionate about the sport. I dedicate a lot of time to not only like traveling, studying film, playing every really everything that's involved in it. Uh, you know, as far as focus goes, I think the main thing is, you know, just knowing the difference between, you know, foam and any other ball type. It's, you know, it's a totally different game compared to everything else. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as motivation goes, uh, honestly, it hasn't really changed much for me. I'm, I, for me, motivation is just, it's always there. It's, it's never changing. You know, I'm, I'm, I will always be motivated to to want to win everything, to want to play the best I possibly can. So I can't, I don't know, I can't really say it's, uh, I mean, as far as I know, I don't think motivation and focus were the reason I didn't get picked last year. But uh, as far as I know, that's something that's kind of always present with me. But, uh, but, you know, it, it was great to see, you know, kind of, kind of just the level, the intensity, you know, how passionate everyone is. And, uh, and I mean, obviously, this, that was my first time seeing 
uh, other countries in person, at least. I've, I've obviously just, you know, I've seen them on, uh, on YouTube videos, stuff like that, but uh, but never really got to see some of these other countries play in person. So it was, uh, it was very entertaining overall. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, I mean, and it's crazy too, because um, how young you guys are. Like, how old are you, Matt? I'll be uh, 26 on Sunday. Yeah, so 26 and happy belated birth, uh, not belated, uh, early, <laughs> yeah. uh, by the way. And then, um, and then Jeff, you're 14, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, 22, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then 23 January, is it seventh? Yeah, January seventh is your birthday, right? Dang, that's yeah. Pretty impressive, right? Are you are you surprised I remember that? January 16th. Thanks, bro. Um, so, uh, but you guys are just so young though, too. So the amount of time you guys can still make the team. I think the, I think I was 26 the first time I made. Uh, Team USA, and I'm now I'm 31, going on 62, so um, uh, I'm kind of on my way out. But uh, I would love to be on the team at least one more time. But uh, just gotta get my body right. But anyway, um, I enjoyed having both you guys on. It's been a pleasure. I'm thankful that you guys gave up uh, some of your Friday uh, to be on. And um, is there anything else you guys have that you want to mention before uh, we log on off? Jeff, I'm good. You good? How about you, Matt? Yeah, can't really, can't really think of anything else. Uh, you know, just want to say thank you for having us on. This uh, it's been a lot of fun. I always love to talk dodgeball, and uh, you know, I listen to all these podcasts and everything. So uh, it's always a great time. Yeah, uh, you guys were a pleasure to have on. We had some some fun uh, insight from you guys, some laughs, mm -hmm. and uh, some some weird questions though too. So I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, gentlemen. All right, thank you. Take care, man. Thank you. Yeah, I'll see you. So I think Drew may have just got disconnected. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> uh, it says says he's rejoining now. I don't know if we'll like yeah. edit, edit this part out. Do I have to go on that whole spiel again? Ugh. Dude, I hope I don't know. I think it I would think it's still recording, but I don't know how this works. <laughs>